successful media and public affairs consultant, accomplished entrepreneur and national writer and contributor, attorney who served in the Missouri House of Representatives, worked in the White House and CNN, thought leader, entrepreneur, and host who takes the conversation to the next level. Prepare to get rare access to fascinating guests. You're connected. You have the it factor. You've joined Grill Nation. Connect with Jason on Twitter at Jason Grill. Connect with the show on Twitter at Grill Nation Show and online at GrillNationShow.com. Welcome your host of Grill Nation. Always dressed up and ready to go even in a radio studio. Here's Jason Grill. Hello and welcome to the Grill Nation Show. I'm your host, Jason Grill. Thanks for listening today on 980 AM or if you're joining me via iTunes and podcast. I greatly appreciate it, or if you're on our website at grillnationshow.com. Hope you're having a great week. I appreciate all those who have uh, who have liked our iTunes page, reviewed it, and given us uh, rave reviews. We have 10 to 15, I think, of those now. So if you're listening today and you're listening via podcast and you enjoy what you're hearing today, please uh, rate and review our show, Grill Nation Show with Jason Grill on iTunes. Uh, I want to thank our, thank our partners and supporters of the Grill Nation show with Jason Grill. Uh, we're going to have one of them on the show today uh, with the exciting uh, new leader of the organization. Uh, first off, I'd like to thank a BOK Financial uh, and formerly known as, will be formerly known as MoBank, BOK Financial, for their title sponsorship of the show. Also want to thank two West companies and our contributors to the Grill Nation show include the KCADC, uh, Kansas City Area Development Council, thank you to Tim Cowden and Port KC. Thank you to John Stevens. And so uh, without further ado, you connect with me on Twitter at Jason Grill and at Grill Nation Show. Also can find me on social media where I post the links to all of our old shows, our guest photos, and much more stuff. Just search for my name, Jason Grill. On today's show, we have on one of our title sponsors of the show. I mentioned that at the top. Uh, we are joined today by our New market CEO of BOK Financial, uh, formerly known as MoBank, BOK Financial. Kevin Kramer is in studio along with Noel Fallon, who is the Regional Community Relations Manager at BOK Financial. Welcome to the show, guys. How are you today? It's good to see you both. Thank you, Jason. Thanks for having us. It's great to, great to be here. I uh, Great to see you guys. It's been a while. And Kevin, I haven't seen you in, gosh, a couple of years probably. About you, three uh, years, probably. Yeah, yeah it's <laughs> time, been a little while. Time flies. Um, okay, so you are uh, now running the show at uh, BOK Financial. Tell us about uh, BOK Financial and uh, your new role. Well, I wouldn't call it quite running the show. We have a lot of talented <laughs> people there at the at the at the company that are helping us all accomplish uh, what we're trying to do. Uh, yeah, Jason, I had the opportunity, um, had some conversations with leadership, uh, and actually my predecessor, Michael Viazzoli, uh, back in the spring about an opportunity to come back to Kansas City and, mm-hmm. and take this role with BOK. Um, it, 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 as we talked more and more about the opportunity, and my wife and I talked about the opportunity, I was very familiar with BOK during mm-hmm. my time in Kansas City. You know, I'd spent 22 years here prior to uh, going off north for about three years, but Came back, knew a lot about the company. And then as I had more and more discussions with leadership, both in Kansas City and leadership throughout the the BOK footprint, it just seemed like a perfect fit for what I like to do, uh, for what our family, uh, it was a great time for our family to come back to Kansas City. Mm-hmm. And I, I saw a lot of potential. I really did. And I, with that potential, created opportunities for, for our company. And it, it I, I won't tell... 
Steve Bradshaw, the CEO, but it was kind of a no-brainer at the end as we were finalizing uh, the plan. It was uh, the perfect fit for myself, and I, I hopefully can bring something to be okay in Kansas City to help help grow our business here you, as well. You mentioned your background. Uh, you went to Benedictine College. Yes, yes. And uh, and so you are from this area. I'm a raven. I'm a raven, <laughs> yeah. So um, And you've been in banking your whole career. Just about. Just yeah. about the entire career. So I, I grew up in Dodge City, Kansas. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a real town out in southwest Kansas. I've heard of it. You have. Good. You're one of the few. <laughs> um, but as I uh, went to college up at Benedictine and Atchison, um, looked for opportunities after college and knew it would be in the finance accounting type world, mm-hmm. uh, actually start working in the leasing business um, for the uh, enterprise companies. Enterprise is more well known as a rental car company, but started as a leasing company. Mm. And so I worked for that leasing group here in Kansas City for about three or four years and had the opportunity to move to St. Louis where they're headquartered. Right. But at the same time, had gotten to know some bankers in town, some leaders in town, and and gotten to know Sandy Kemper at UMB at that time. And Sandy encouraged me to come talk to them. And Mm -hmm. uh, after some conversations there, joined UMB. So was at UMB for 16 years Mm. and then moved over from uh, UMB over to NBH. It's known as Bank Midwest here in, in Kansas City and was with Bank Midwest. In and, w- and, and what were your roles at these these companies? I mean, did they evolve over time? Or they did. Kind of had the niche or they what? did. I, you know, I started as a, a business development officer at UMB and so was working with commercial clients throughout Kansas City and trying to encourage them to give UMB a chance mm-hmm. and eventually became the, the manager of the Metro Business Development Group in Kansas City. So oversaw the group that really focused on business development in Kansas City. Uh, then the career continued to... Uh, take additional steps. I took a, a sales leadership role, uh, looking at sales strategy for the entire company, mm-hmm. um, and not just commercial, but the other lines of business as well, working directly with uh, Mariner Kemper and Peter De Silva at the time. Uh, learned a lot in that that part of my role. And then as I finished my role at UMB, I uh, worked on the commercial administration side. Uh, Mariner Kemper was leading the commercial team as well as being the CEO of the company, and I, I helped uh, backfill some of the commercial uh, strategy, commercial support roles, and uh, then uh, then had the opportunity to uh, go over to NBH. Did you uh, did you imagine to be at UMB for 16 years? Did you think you'd spend your career a full career? Because you did. You just mentioned you went to another bank in between. Um, and I don't know how the banking world works yeah. in Kansas City. I mean, you guys all have to be pretty close, I yeah. imagine. You are. You know a lot of people in the community, and mm-hmm. you know a lot of people in these spaces. Um, you know, when after I'd been at UMB two or three years, I thought I was a lifer because mm-hmm. well, you were there for sixteen years. Sixteen That's pretty years, long. It, it is. But you'd <laughs> be amazed. Days. You'd be amazed in banks. Uh, there, you'll have twenty, twenty-five, thirty-year careers. Yeah, uh, it, it's pretty normal. You'll see that now. Probably less normal now than it was in the mid '80s and early '90s. But uh, you'll still see that now. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I thought I'd be there quite some time. Mm-hmm. But uh, fortunately for me, some other opportunities came to fruition, and and. Uh, I, I took advantage of a couple of those. Let's talk about that real quick um, before we go to break here. We're going to get really into the uh, the brand consolidation and, and what that means for your customers here in the next segment. But um, tell me about uh, Iowa and yeah. how that happened because um, – you know, that that's always a tough decision to, sure. to leave the city after you have built so many good relationships here, right? Yeah, it, it really was. Yeah. Um, I was approached by a re- recruiting firm uh, about a COO job in uh, Iowa City, Iowa. Mm-hmm. And at first I said no. You know, I had a, a daughter in high school at the time, one that was in college, and we had a great 
sense of community here in Kansas City. Uh, fortunately for me, though, it was a persistent recruiter, and they kept saying, you're a great fit for what they were looking for. Mm-hmm. So I went up there, and Iowa, Iowa has good people. Yeah. And uh, if you can it's past, not that far away. Yeah, People it's think not it's that super far. far. It's not. It's not that far. So it was yeah. a great opportunity for me. Uh, learned a lot in the COO role, um, and I, I don't regret it at all. And I still have lifelong friends that we formed in the three years that we were in Iowa. Uh, but it just Kansas City's home. Mm-hmm. And when when this opportunity came uh, available, we just felt like we needed to get back to Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Three years though, huh? Three Time years. Flied. It does. <laughs> it, it was. Uh, it was. It was. Three winters, one of which wasn't too bad. The other two were typical well, we, Iowa winters. We so. had a pretty bad winter here, too, yeah. while you were gone, Kevin, last year. Um, we're talking to Kevin Kramer. He's the market CEO at BOK Financial on today's show. Also joined today by Noel Fallon, who's the vice president and regional community Man- relations manager at BOK Financial. Uh, after the break, I want to talk more about Kevin's coming back to Kansas City, and uh, we're going to get into the the latest news, which has been reported about a brand consolidation of uh, MoBank, uh, officially now becoming BOK Financial. When I introduce them on the show, I can just call them BOK Financial now moving forward. You're listening to Grill Nation. Where is the moment we need it the most? You kick up the leaves and the Welcome back to the Grill Nation Show, 980 AM. I am your host, Jason Grill. Appreciate you joining us today as well. If you're listening on, on iTunes or on the website, grillnationshow.com. We're with Kevin Kramer, who's the market CEO of BOK Financial. I'm also joined by uh, Noel Fallon, who's the VP and a regional community relations manager at BOK Financial. Um, you guys are online at bokfinancial.com. Uh, Kevin, we were talking about you becoming the new uh, market CEO of BOK Financial. Um, we were talking about how you also just moved back from Iowa, so you were there for three years. You took an opportunity. I would like to ask you, uh, you did mention the recruiter was very persistent with you. What, what I mean, obviously, if somebody gives you everything you want or keeps saying things over and over and over, sometimes you know it's maybe a leap of faith you have to take, right? And you did that. It is. It is. And and what this particular role in Iowa gave me is more well-rounded um, banking experience. I had most of my career has been focused on the commercial mm. and sales strategy side of, of an institution. This In this role, I had mortgage, I had retail, I had small business. I, you know, I worked on a lot of, led a lot of different groups, and I felt like that was a piece that I needed to learn a little bit more because banking today, especially in regional banks, um, you have to have a good understanding of the entire suite of products that you're offering to a customer because customer changes – Customer needs change, mm-hmm. and sometimes they don't even know what they need. So I felt like I needed to have a better feel for private banking, retail opportunities, so then I could continue to you know, advance my career. I'd learned a lot about commercial. It was time to, to broaden out a little bit, and that's what the Iowa opportunity gave me. Now, when you were you in Kansas City still when uh, MoBank and BOK kind of formed that relationship? I was. Okay, because I, was, I, I was could here. remember if it was in 2016, 17. Yeah. When that was, but I know it, it wasn't very long ago. It, it was six months before I left. So okay. it, was, it was early in 2016. The f- formal kind of conversion happened early in 2017, but mm-hmm. it had been announced and the, the teams had come together during that time. So you obviously were very aware of kind of the history of MoBank sure. in, in this area. And uh, BOK Financial was 
was kind of newer to the area. Probably you you were obviously here when 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 they kind of came in and, and began to take shape. But uh, now uh, it's been, and I also have to mention too. I do bank at Mo Bank, and then once you all became one, I be, became a banker at uh, BOK. And so I've I've gone through all of the transitions right. on my on my app and mobile development mobile app. And I've gone through the, you know, going into the Crossroads location and, and, and learning more about all the different offerings and whatnot. But but from now on, you are going to do a full brand consolidation. It's it's time to launching now, correct? That, that's exactly right, Jason. I got my letter in the mail. You do. You got your letter, <laughs> and, and hopefully you'll hear more from us than just the letter, and you will. Good. Um, you know, in Kansas City, um, MoBank, started by the Burcham family, originally as Missouri Bank and Trust, built up a great following, a great brand in Kansas City. Uh, BOK started in Kansas City in 2006, and Mark Mon, who currently serves as our chief credit officer, came to Kansas City to start the, the, the BOK financial uh, brand here in the market and did a great job. Mm-hmm. Uh, focused on a little different client set, but they uh, did a fantastic job. Uh, Michael Fiazzoli took over for Mark when Mark moved back to Oklahoma to take a senior leadership role and continued to build that up. And what happened, as you said, back in 2016, when the two institutions came together, Michael served as the, the regional or market CEO, but Grant Birching came along as well and, and served as a leader for the company as well to mm-hmm. help that integration of those two cultures together. And, you know, you know, even though I wasn't at the company while that was going on, it says a lot about Grant that he was willing, after he and his family had sold that bank to be okay, to be willing to stay on to serve the clients and the, the employees at uh, MoBank and, and Missouri, the legacy Missouri Bank and Trust. So that transition, transitions are always hard. I've, I've been through four or five different acquisitions over time, mm. and they're never perfect. But if you have dedicated leadership that's willing to work with the, the team that you've assembled and the customer base, it makes it a little bit more smooth. And, and I can't imagine it'd be easy. It just seems like in your your market, in banking, money's involved. You have all the mobile stuff. You have the locations that have mm-hmm. to change the signage. You have all the customers you have to communicate with. Uh, it, it, as far as uh, transitions and consolidations go in industries, I feel like it's one of the tougher ones to have to to navigate with all the regulations as well. It is, and it, it, it's a tough environment now for smaller banks to deal with the regulatory requirements because, you know, we're a $42 billion bank, mm-hmm. um, and we have a lot of the same requirements that a small $800 million bank has. And, and so we know how much work we have to do. It's really hard for the smaller banks to continue to do those same type of regulatory requirements. And, and so it, it, it makes sense for banks to look at consolidating. Uh, but you do have a challenge sometimes when you have a larger institution who still serves the customers very, very well, but may just do it in a little different way than a smaller institution that doesn't have the outreach of maybe the same product set or the same geographic spread. Mm -hmm. And those are the things you try to work through when you're merging two organizations together, like we did with uh, MoBank and BOK Financial. And it's the bumps along the, on the way, but you, if you have a dedicated team, which we do, you find a way to get, get past that. And now we're, we're three years out basically from that transition. And it's, it's now becoming one organization. Then how does that work from here on forward as far as those listening or as far as someone who's maybe been through something like this or is confused? So uh, how does this work? What's the timeline look like for BOK Financial now? When are we going to see the the great logo and the locations and the crossroads and the MoBank locations that 
we've all been to at some point, probably. Right, and and or driven of, by. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And you'll see more of us now. Okay, good. A lot of our business units um, at BOK Financial always were BOK Financial, so right. our large middle market group, some of our specialty groups in real estate, um, some of our institutional wealth groups already use the BOK Financial brand. Right. And so while it's we're really, I have a business checking, and I and I had it. There you go. I mean, yeah, so yeah, I had perfect it. example. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's really not a rebrand. It's just consolidation of brands. And by consolidating all under BOK Financial, it matches the brand that we use across across a lot of our footprint. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did the same uh, brand consolidation in Colorado and Arizona earlier this year. Mm-hmm. At the same time we're doing the brand consolidation here in Kansas City, we're doing it in our Arkansas uh, footprint as well. Uh, so you're going to see BOK Financial when you, especially when you move south out of Kansas City, you're going to see our logo and our name in in a lot of different markets uh, mm. across uh, the southern part of the U.S. And it just made sense. Um, a lot of the things, though, that we do uh, here in Kansas City are are were born out of what happened at MoBank and Missouri Bank and Trust. Some of our community involvement. That, and Noel, we're going to ask you about yeah, that here Noel in a second. Noel can tell you a little bit we, more about it. But. So, what, so, so is that stuff going to change? Or are you guys going to be committed to? Because I, I know that's one of the things that I uh, I still went into the bank um, when I was down in the crossroads in an office down there. I'd go to their location because, one, they always had coffee. They always had smiles. Right. They had cookies once in a while, too. First they always Fridays. invited you to events. They yeah. always were very entrepreneurial mm-hmm. as far as, you know, a lot of small business owners, a lot of creativity. There was that feel of this is different than me walking into a, uh, uh, you know, a large, 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 yeah. large, large Bank of America type place or U.S. Bank. You know, it just felt different. And yeah. so that's been really cool. And I think that's what I'm sure your uh, customers don't want to lose is the right. is the and you've been transitioning, obviously. But mm-hmm. that is a cool thing. Uh, that makes a bank cool and kind of a community type atmosphere. Yeah, I do love that all of our locations kind of fit the neighborhoods that they're in. Mm-hmm. And, you know, with the brain consolidation, we're not going to go into crossroads and take all the pictures down and remove all the art. No, we want everything to really stay the same. Um, our community involvement will be the same. We're still going to do, you know, our partnership at the Crossroads Branch with um, Charlotte Street Foundation. Mm-hmm. We have our art boards um, above our Crossroads Branch still doing that. You know, all of our signature events, all of our parties, like Brookside Warm Up Parade, um, uh, when we do the fresh produce on Fresh Fridays in Prairie Village Branch, that'll be the same. Um, it's really just consolidating a brand, and it it's going to be easier for everyone at the end of the day. All of our customers, like Kevin was saying, when you go further south, you're going to see this BOK Financial logo that all of the other markets. How many branches in. do you all have? Will you have in Kansas City in this in this market? I'm talking regionally as well. Well, we have six uh, consumer branches, mm-hmm. and you know, hopefully someday we'll expand and get yeah. more. But right now, we're going to keep the six that we have. You know, reaching out to Lee Summit and downtown Prairie Village. So, Excited. Kevin, yeah, talk about that because that's a whole other wor- world about uh, bank branches. It is, it is, and, and brick and mortar, yeah, uh, is always as you reference your phone and your mobile app yeah. as as more and more consumers and even business clients. You know, I never thought we'd have a day where business clients were conducting wire transfers on their mobile phone, mm-hmm. and that's happening today. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the there's a lot of banks that have a strategy that we're just not going to build any more brick and mortar, any more locations. We still like to be involved in the neighborhoods. And so, you know, the Crossroads and Brookside and Prairie Village, those locations are really a reflection of that particular 
um, region of the city. So it's not the same brick and mortar look in each one of those locations. Each one's different to fit in with that particular area. We are looking at other opportunities to do that in the metro area mm-hmm. and, and look at opportunities to maybe build a branch up north and maybe expand a little bit farther west on the Kansas side and a little farther east on the Missouri side. So we look at those opportunities, but we really want them to be ingrained in the community because that's what a consumer branch needs to be. Mm-hmm. And it's not just about putting something on every corner in a metro area. We find that if we're ingraining the community from our consumer point of view and even our commercial point of view, they like to be close to a branch in that way that's ingrained in the community and not just a pop-up branch. We've got about 40 seconds left. Um, is Kansas City, is it a big bank community? Are there a lot of banks here compared to other cities? Yeah. it's There's about 122 banks based in that have some sort of presence in Kansas City. Wow. For a market that's $2 million or so, that's a lot. Um, it's not the most overbanked in the country, but it's it's pretty close. And when you think about 122 banks, that's a lot of banks. And you get to much larger uh, metro areas that may have three or four million folks. They may have 45 to 60 brand or different brands in that market. Very interesting stuff. Kevin Kramer and Noel Fallon are with me from BOK Financial. You're listening to the Grill Nation Show. I'm your host Jason Grill. We'll be right back after the break. Thanks for joining us today. Oh baby, when you talk like that, you make a woman go mad. Welcome back to the Grill Nation show. You're listening to 980 AM, or if you're joining me on iTunes, I greatly appreciate it. I want to thank our title sponsor of the Grill Nation show, BOK Financial, uh, for being here and for supporting the show. And it's a, it's an honor to have on uh, their new market CEO, Kevin Kramer, and also Noelle Fallon, who is awesome as well. She's the vice president and of regional community relations here in the Kansas City area and uh, does a great job and helps us set up our shows and is just an awesome person too. So welcome back to the show. Um, Kevin, you started in when, July? Uh, first week in July. Okay. So what was that process like for you? I mean, how long did you kind of go over this new opportunity was it was it a quick thing or was it a uh, did it take some time because i know i mean from people i talk to that are uh, executive level folks like you they a lot of them feel like you know i've got to i've got to do at least three to five years at a job Mm -hmm. where i feel like i'm i'm not really doing my obligation as a coo or cfo or ceo but this is a great opportunity that just kind of happens and you had been up in iowa for three years so i was curious to how how fast this kind of in your mind was just like yeah, no brainer. For Jason, you. it sounds like you were in my kitchen when Pam and I were discussing <laughs> this next stuff. Um, it, it is you when you make a commitment, especially at executive level, you want to make a a, a longer term commitment. And you know, I, I did feel like two and a half years was a long time, but not you know it could have been a lot longer. And actually, I was in line to become the CEO of that company. Mm-hmm. And it, at that point, you really need to make a ten year commitment. And so the timing again, everything fell into line that from the spring of this year when it started to come up, I had made a decision personally that it was the right thing to do and, and be okay. And all, we all came to an agreement early in June. Uh, I had to stay in Iowa to help wrap up some uh, an acquisition we had just done and some other activities there. So couldn't start in that normal two weeks. I had to wait four or five weeks to, to actually start here in mm-hmm. Kansas City. But the great thing is when I got here, and I knew a few of the folks, as we talked about earlier, banking's mm-hmm. a small community in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. You know a lot of the same folks. But the first afternoon, even actually before I started, I came by the, the offices on a Friday, and they walked me around the floor. And I knew 14 people. You know, on that floor of 55 people, I knew 14 of them because we had worked 
together before at some point or another. So while while I was walking into a new organization with new people and new leadership, there are already that backbone of 14 or 15 people that I already knew. They knew me. And so I think that helped ease the transition in as a new leader. Mm-hmm. How many people are in the operations here in Kansas City? So we just have over 225 or so that work for BOK in Kansas City. Um, mm-hmm. and so a lot of them have been on the show, Noel, uh, <laughs> and are very good at what they do. Uh, and have some really good uh, customers and clients, oh, that's for sure, customers. that you guys work with in Kansas City. Yeah. One, as I went through the vetting process, I looked at the leadership team. Mm-hmm. And I think what you'll find is a, an experienced but young leadership team here in Kansas City in different areas, whether it's commercial or private wealth or institutional or business banking, many of which you've had on your show before. Um, that was another compelling reason I wasn't going to have to build up a new leadership team. The leadership team was pretty strong. Michael and Grant had done a good job of putting some very talented people who are really dedicated to Kansas City. Mm-hmm. They really want to succeed in Kansas City. They don't see this as a stop to another role in the company somewhere else. They really want to see us succeed here. So those are all, again, great reasons to for, for me to become part of this team and and help work with them to help us become better in Kansas City. And what is your uh, general philosophy, Kevin, on um, on leadership and on um, what you're going to be trying to implement? Obviously, this is the I think this is the first time you've been a CEO of a mm-hmm. of a major organization. Um, what, what what do you think you're going to take away from your your background and, and really try to implement? Yeah, yeah, you know, Jason, I came from a the last role I had. I had 600 people reporting through my reporting chain. So mm-hmm. you, when you start to get to that volume, and we don't have near that here in Kansas City. You learn and that, that was up in Iowa. That was up in Iowa. Yeah, <laughs> that was up in Iowa. Yeah. Uh, but you learn to stay out of the way. You provide the support they need. You provide some guidance from time to time. But if you've hired talented people to work with you, you don't want to get in their way. Mm-hmm. And so what I try to do is, you know, I have I have monthly or weekly one-on-ones depending on which group. Um, but then they don't hear from me unless I can come help them. And so I, you know, I tell our team all the time, I love to go out and make client calls. That's kind of my passion. I love working with customers and working with prospects and telling our story, but don't feel like they have to take me out just to check that box that they took the CEO out to meet. Um, Mm. You know, use me where, where I can add value. It's continuously what I say, whether it's with our operations groups or our commercial team or our, our consumer team, use me where I can add value. And so that's from my philosophy. If you, if you hire talented people, you provide them a little guidance Stay out of the way and be there when you when they need you, and that's kind of my philosophy, Jason. And it's worked mm-hmm. for me in the, the thirty or twenty five years I've been in banking. And you you like the the, the customer and the sales the side of things. I do. I do. You know, um, part of the reason I made one of the changes I did in my banking career is early in my career I met with so many different companies, and I'd walk away from those saying. I wish I would have thought of that when I was 26 years old because they were just such – these entrepreneurs had come up with these such great ideas. But I love banking and I love what I do. So one of the, the steps I took is to go to a bank that was had some size at NBH but allowed me to kind of create it the way I thought would work well in the commercial division. So – I'll never lose that. I, I've always liked going out and meeting with customers and hearing their story. Mm-hmm. And now I'm at an institution that it can help them grow from from a very startup stage to hopefully a relationship that can grow and become multi-million dollar revenue companies. And that's that's what I enjoy doing. Yeah, you guys work with a lot of those folks. Uh, we've had a lot on the show, but uh, there's a lot of entrepreneurs and, and growing businesses that are, are customers of mm-hmm. BOK Financial. That's for sure, Noel. 
Yep. <laughs> yeah. um, let's talk about some of those things because I think that's important. Of when you mentioned, you know, there's over 122 institutions in this region, uh, two to two and a half million people, which is a lot. Um, you know, why be okay financial? You know, I know when we we had the the merger or the consult, whatever we called it before with MoBank and BOK Finance, yeah. when you guys became one brand consolidation, uh, brand consolidation yeah. and everything, you um, you offered a lot of new things. Yeah. And so, I, you know, when I got the letter in the mail about the, the full brand consolidation uh, from MoBank to completely BOK Financial, I looked through it, and um, there was a lot of different things that you all now offer, including this is low lying fruit for a lot of people, but it's still important. Is you know, at, you have over 32,000 ATMs throughout the Southwest mm-hmm. and the Midwest now. I mean, so when you are traveling or when you are in a different location, you recognize the brand. Um, but it's not like a, a, you know, a huge, huge, huge bank. You, you right. still feel like you can go in there and talk to people and, and learn from them. But so many offerings, both on the business side and on the consumer side as well. It, it is. And, and I think what makes us unique is and each each bank has to have something they do a little bit better than others. There there's some banks that do certain parts probably a little better than we do. But what we found is being of size, being a forty billion dollar location with hundreds of location institution with hundreds of locations, mm-hmm. but still small enough that we invest in a market CEO role uh, is one example of that. You'll find some larger organizations that may be of size like us or even larger that have a much more of a siloed approach to the way they deliver to their customers. So there may be folks that work in the commercial bank that don't even know the folks in the retail bank or in the investment side. We all sit in the same spot. Mm-hmm. We're all in the same area. Part of the role, part of the reason BOK has invested in this market CEO role is to make sure those silos of line of business don't become a hindrance to growing our market and growing in our community. Um, we, uh, something else that's different than us, we, we take what MoBank and BOK Financial did in terms of donating back to the community. Noel helps run our foundation mm-hmm. piece that we do in investing back into Kansas City. Mm-hmm. That's something you don't see in some larger organizations. It's We have four key pillars of giving in our company. And we really try to focus on those regardless of what market you're in. And so that's another way that we try to dif- differentiate ourselves. Um, and, and then the last piece I'll mention, Jason, is we're of size that we can grow with you, whether it's a personal relationship we, you have all the way from opening your first account when you're in college, all the way through estate planning and financial planning and setting up trust. We have a really strong wealth management practice. And so we can take you from, from birth to grave to help you through that. You don't necessarily have to go somewhere else. We can do the same thing on a business uh, uh, growing from a, a startup up to a $500 million to a billion dollar size company. We can serve customers all the way through that life cycle. I like that you guys too kind of have the local, the local decision maker mm-hmm. uh, and a local team. And it's not just it's not just like other banks have done in the past. I think that makes a huge difference. I think that also too that the three year runway and um, it really has helped as far as kind of establishing and making sure people know that you're not going to only have better services, but the things you loved about 
your old bank aren't going to change. They won't. And you're going to see more of us in the community. I, I, with Noelle and her team and others, we're really going to work on making sure people understand who BOK is and, and the brand and what we, what we bring to the market. I think our customers see it and our prospects that we're talking to see it. I don't think the general public sees it yet. Mm-hmm. And that's what Noelle and I and other members of the team are really going to focus on in 2020. That's awesome. I will say that um, when I started one of my businesses early on, uh, you guys did make socks with uh, Sock 101 back in the day. Yeah, be, yeah, okay, be okay socks. Yeah. People so, still ask about this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kevin Kramer and Noel Fallon are with us on today's Grill Nation show. I uh, I have about a minute left in this segment. Um, name one thing that you took back from your time in Iowa that um, – that you that you loved about Iowa that uh, we don't have in Kansas City or the something that you really enjoyed or you learned or you can take back to your new role. I know you told me one thing. I'm going to tell you two. Okay. One is about from a personal development point of view. Um, the gentleman, the CEO I work for, always talked about feedback's a gift, even when feedback may not be positive. If you continue to give each other feedback, it continues your improvement. So feedback is a gift is something I've taken back professionally. Mm, that's good. Um, one thing about Iowa that, again, I had not spent that much time up there, Jason, mm-hmm. prior to, to moving up there three years ago, is it is they embrace, even though spring is shorter and, and fall is shorter, they embrace that summertime, spring and summertime, much more than any part of the country I've ever seen. There are – I. There are people on bikes. And, very outdoorsy. Uh, like very that. outdoorsy. Up there. <laughs> Considering they don't have mountains and things like that, they're out there all the time. It's fantastic, and I, I really loved the way they embraced their environment. Great stuff from Kevin Kramer. We'll be right back after the break with more Grill Nation. The bull-legged one. <laughs> yeah. What's show name? Welcome back to the Grill Nation show. I'm Jason Grill. You're listening to 980 AM, and I appreciate you listening today as well if you're joining me via iTunes or on the website, grillnationshow.com, where I will post photos of our guests today, and there's links to all of our old shows there as well. I want to thank our title sponsor of the Grill Nation show, BOK Financial. It's uh, been a pleasure to have Kevin Kramer, their new market CEO, and Noelle Fallon from uh, BOK Financial. The website is bokfinancial.com. They will be going through a complete brand consolidation with MoBank uh, officially on October 28th, 2019. Uh, same great bank, same great, but way more options and more expansion and even more community involvement. And, and I know one of the things, Noelle, that you, you care about a lot is the foundation. Talk to yeah. us about that. That's that's a pretty cool thing that y'all do. Yeah. Um, one thing I just I really love about working for BOK Financial and Kevin kind of touched on this is that um, you know with larger banks they might not have their own local foundation dollars, but every market in our footprint, the community relations manager has a substantial amount of money to work with to give back to the community um, and to operating five hundred one c threes and. And Kevin touched on we have four pillars. Um, economic development is a big focus. Education, basic needs, and that can really cover you know a wide array of things. Um, and then United Way, that's something that we're really rooted in. We've been a pace setter a few times here um, in Kansas City. And our annual United Way campaign is coming up towards the end of the month. Um, we're going to catch the United Wave is our theme. Um, yeah. And all of our employees are welcome to participate in a ping pong tournament to do a kickoff. You know, we really try to bring everyone together, get them excited about our, our campaign that lasts, um, two weeks. 
Um, we always aim for 100% participation. If that's just signing in and, and accepting or declining to donate, we just want everyone to get plugged in so that they can see, um, you know, what we're able to do if we all give. Um, but we're really excited about that. Um, we've got a lot of other events coming up, and, and we're always looking, especially now, for really great branding opportunities, um, especially having the BOK financial brand, that strong regional brand, as our main, you know, main focus and you, you you talked a lot about kind of cultural type issues with with what you guys do, and um, you know sometimes I actually interned at a bank uh, in college, I think Mercantile Bank, mm-hmm. okay. as a teller, and uh, I I love working the drive up window. I've mentioned this on the show because I'd have like a putter back there, and I could, so it was a great employee. But anyways, yeah. <laughs> but um, banks usually are very. Um, What's the word I'm looking for, Kevin? They're a little, little more uh, black and white. They're not as, uh, they're not as uh, culturally. You don't have ping pong tables. No, I'll mention ping pong tournaments and yeah, and, you know, to- culture. Culture is is it's, it's a little more dry at a bank, but you guys have have embraced culture and obviously in your offices and, and your community. We have, and and it's it's we're getting a little more gray, I guess. <laughs> Gray's not a, a bright color, well, but you it's not clear be, black and white. But you, you, recruit, yeah, you recruit really these do. talented teams, you have to have a lot of culture, even at a bank. You know, I spend a lot of time, and we we actually had an exercise at one of our uh, events, again, a culture-building event, but we, we broke our, our teams into the different generations that they fit, whether it's baby boomers or Gen X or Gen Y or I forget what the youngest one. Uh, uh, we don't have any we, we, Yeah, <laughs> but it was, it was great to understand in that little exercise – uh, you know what everyone's perceptions of the other groups were yeah and they were actually yeah. pretty spot on That's you know classic. but it was it was great awareness for all of us again because we do as i mentioned at the top of the show we're a pretty young organization we've mm-hmm. got a, a really young group experience but young group and so we have to make sure we cater to that um, I'm not the old guy, but I'm getting there yeah. in that group. And that's exciting for me because we hear new ideas and new ways to approach uh, our decision makers because our decision makers that are deciding to come with BOK are not what they used to be 20 years ago. These are folks that are 25 to 50 kind of making banking decisions for their organizations. And that's who we have to cater to as well in terms of the, the customers that we you know, the customers, that's the customer base we're going after. When we look at our employee base and the environment we provide for our employees, we have to think about that. And that's what we've done. What, what's the talent pool look like here in the Midwest as far as your industry? I mean, is it, it – tell me about some of the majors or potentially that you guys would hire from. Uh, I know that talent is a huge issue uh, throughout all channels and making sure that, you know, that Kansas City has a lot of talent to actually – fill some of these jobs and, and whatnot and a lot of these startups that are hiring and as companies moving in are looking for more talent in your industry what's talent look like as far as banking world it's you know it's jason it's that balance of putting somebody into our kind of a doubt our talent our act program which mm-hmm. is our talent development program that mm-hmm. we we attract the best and brightest across awesome. uh, across our, our region to come join us and it a lot of banks have gotten away from a training program and a management training program. We haven't. We've kept that ACT program. And those individuals, when they come out of college, have a two- or three-year plan of what they want to do. And then we fight for them after that because we want to bring them to our market for a full-time position. We're fortunate in Kansas City. We have two or three of those ACT alumni as part of our our team here in Kansas City. And we'll always continue to do that. So we have examples like that. Um, There's not a particular university it's more about the people. 
Um, you know, being our company based in Oklahoma, we have a lot of Sooners that grace our halls, but we have a lot of, a lot of one in, one in the studio here as well. Uh, um, but we have Wildcats, we have Jayhawks, we have Tigers. We've you, got you, have, the smaller you, you guys are too. in a lot of states, um, yeah. that are growing, to be honest. They are. Um, in the Southwest, uh, with Arizona, Colorado, Arkansas, Kansas, Missouri, New Mexico, Oklahoma, and Texas. I mean, Texas and Colorado are growing in Arizona. Obviously, people moving from California are growing rapidly. So I would imagine there is going to be a lot of talent. Um, And, you know, a lot of those people probably have never been to Kansas City. And so if if some of those folks, you know, want to change and and come to Kansas City, there's options now. Our our team has done a really good job with NBOK of selling Kansas City. And everyone that comes to visit, um, you know, they're they're not staying out in the suburbs. They're staying at the Crossroads Hotel mm-hmm. or someplace like that downtown to experience what downtown has turned into. Because being in Kansas City as long as I I have been, I was fortunate to be here during the renaissance of downtown and the crossroads and some of that. And you know, we we talked about our branches earlier. There's still people all over our organization that talk about our crossroads location and our mm-hmm. Brookside location because they're a little bit unique, tied into the community, and that's what a lot of them want to see happen in their markets as well. So. So Kevin, um, what did you miss most about Kansas City while you were gone? And then I want to I want to ask you the question after that of, of what are you excited about regarding Kansas City's future? Um, I, I think what I missed was the relationships. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're in a community as open as Kansas City is for 22 years, you built up a lot of relationships, and that's Kansas City is unique because even when we have folks that move from another market into Kansas City, I always tell them. If you if you go out and meet people, they'll accept you. Mm-hmm. You go to other markets, the first question when you go into a business meeting is where'd you go to high school? They're very parochial that way. Kansas City's not necessarily. Are you that talking way. about St. Louis? Kevin? I'm talking a little bit about St. Louis. <laughs> I went to SLU, so yeah, I understand. Yeah, exactly. That. They're um, like, wait, wait. There's another Catholic school in Kansas City besides Rockers. Yeah, so like, yeah. I went to St. Pius. It's, yeah. it's another school that's Catholic in Kansas exactly. City. Exactly. <laughs> so the, Kansas City does offer that, and and you know where seven or eight years ago we probably would have to sell our employees about Kansas City. Now they're anxious to come see it and be a part of it. And that's, that's again, that's a great reason that BOK will have a lot of opportunity to continue to grow in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Noel, I know that this is a great time of year, too, with it being the fall. We we all worry about the wintertime. I, I told Kevin off air that last year was we had a lot of snow. I think we had like 28 inches of snow, which is like the most we've had in, in 10 years. So I'm, I'm praying and hoping that, it's not like that, but now it's fall, so this is a great time to to get out and enjoy things and yeah, and uh, maybe go to your branch location, and get off your mobile app. You know, that's that's, that's right. kind of hey, what check them out. Uh, but I think as we finish, I mean, as far as technology goes, obviously you guys are going to continue to increase those options as well. Spending spending a lot of money in that space, but again, doing it in the way that our customers want to want to interact with us. Well, I want to thank both of you, uh, Noel Fallon and Kevin Kramer, obviously, for your support of the show. But also, um, congratulations to Kevin on his new role as market CEO at BOK Financial here in the Kansas City region. And, uh, Noel, thanks for all that you do for our community and, and, and getting people engaged and whatnot at uh, BOK Financial. You guys are two great Kansas Cityans, and I'm, I'm glad that you could uh, make it on the air today and come on today. It's been a lot of fun. Thank you for joining me. Yeah, thanks for having thank us. Thank you. You're listening to the Grill Nation Show. We'll see you again next week. Have a good one. Take care.